Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Hami, the newbie, and I'm joined by Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Movie Newbie. My name is Jabril Hami, and I'm joined by Rafael Luca, but not Ollie this time because he couldn't make it. But we have a special guest this episode. Yeah. And before we get to the movie, Raf, how about you introduce our special guest? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, instead of Ollie, we have the wonderful Hainsley. Uh, Hainsley is someone I met uh, during a, a shoot that we did together a couple months ago. And we hit it off. We became we became fast friends, I like to say. I mean, I hope the feeling's uh, mutual. But uh, I'm just like, damn, I don't like this. This is awkward. <laughs> um, no, no, no. We, we, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of things in common, one of which is cinema, our, our love for cinema, our love for movies. Uh, he's as big as a cinephile as I am. So that was right off the bat very easy. And we continued to hang out and talk about the business, talk about the industry and our evolution as actors and all that jam. So, Hainsley, thank you very much for being here, man. Appreciate thank you it. so much for inviting me, guys. I'm, I'm very excited to uh, bob and weave and get stuck into all of this. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Lovely to have you. So, <clears throat> we're going to get to it now, and we're going to talk about our first movie off of our uh, summer theme, the one that we're doing. We're bringing it back because we it did back. it before when we first started, and now we're bringing it back because it's the summer, and we love how it feels. And for this one... We're going to go with my choice. We're going to start off with mine. And I went with Wet Hot American Summer. The infamous, I'd say, Wet Hot American Summer. A bit of a failure when it came out. Yeah. Critically, financially, wasn't wasn't good at all. And then it kind of picked up with a little bit of a cult following. It kind of, it's like one of that like nostalgia effect kind of like movies, you know? Mm. So yeah, we're going to do Wet Hot American Summer, directed by David Wayne and starring a crazy, crazy cast. Mm. Pretty much doing their, for the most part, their debuts. Mm. Um, I'm going to hit you off with a very fun fact. The first one for this episode. Watch out. Um, apparently, Bradley Cooper had to skip his uh, graduation from uh, acting school because he was doing this movie. Hey. So there we go. First fun fact. But yeah, right Bradley on. Cooper. We got uh, Amy Poehler. We have Paul, uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, Michael Ian Black. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Um, like, Literally loads of crazy names. So, mm. yeah, let's kick it off with some initial thoughts and let's go with Hainsley, our guest. Let's kick this off and let's see Please. what you think. Yeah. Okay. Initial thoughts. My yeah. wet, hot American summer. Uh, it, bit of context. A friend of mine who is, uh, she's from Florida, actually. This is a film that she swore by. Like, she she always talks about this mm. film. I think it has a lot of uh, memories for her. And there was talks of this film being her Anchorman, mm. right? Like that that level of like cult comedy. We can't recreate this, you know, mm. tangible, crazy, unorthodox magic. So, I mean, this is why you probably shouldn't always like get reviews from people before you watch stuff. <laughs> because sometimes your expectations can be astronomical. So when I hear that, I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. I'm going to need to wear diapers for this thing because I'm going to be peeing my pants. I'm going to be rolling <laughs> all over the place. This is going to be amazing. 
initial thoughts, I it started off very quirky, and I, I was down with the quirk. I was like, okay, so it's a, bo- a, a bit offbeat. I'm into it. It's quirky. It's cool. Um, and then as it went on, I think the, the quirk started to, I started to like, I started to lose myself a bit. And I'm like, I felt like I should be finding this more funny than I was actually finding it. Um, mm. And I was watching that. I was like, okay, I can see that this part's supposed to be funny. But I just felt like so many of the gags were so like off kilter for me anyway. They were so offbeat and mm. they were so random. I was just a bit like, you know, when you, something's so random, you almost come back around to the same point of I don't get it. Because some stuff's random and you're like, yeah. that's random, but I get it. This, what, so much mm. of it was so random. I was like, I don't know if I get this. I, I don't know if I've missed it. You know, it's like that meme where the joke goes over your head like that. I felt like that yeah, was yeah, happening yeah. to me so many times in this. Um so I've got mixed feelings about it. I appreciate everybody's comedic effort in it. I think Paul Rudd was a, it was amazing. Yes. I'll tell you, I, I, yes. I think, um, I mean, he was just doing some really, you know, interesting, random, but still grounded work that I could respect. You know, uh, there was just a moment where he was kissing, uh, I forgot her name, Elizabeth something. Um, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth yeah. Banks, that's the one. And he just pushed her off and he went, you taste like burgers. I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but that really got me. That really made me laugh. So his comedy was really grounded, and the uh, yeah. the, the the cook, the 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 cook, yeah, he was Christopher fucking, he Christopher Maloney. Yeah, he was killing me. Everything he did, I was like, I'm here for it, and I I like the setup of what Bradley Cooper and Amy Poehler were doing. Like I appreciate the authenticity that they were bringing to those sort of like elitist RT, you know, pretentious people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were little sprinklings of moments. That I was like, oh yeah, that was quite funny. But as a cohesive comedy narrative, I was a bit, it was a bit hit and miss mm. for me. It didn't quite, mm. you know, it didn't quite ever gel into like a comedic behemoth for me. Um, and, and, and I think that's part of that is to do with a lot of the comedy not landing for me or not me not getting it and the narrative being pulled between so many characters as well like there wasn't really a central uh, mm. narrative because you know I was like is it um, is it Janine what's her name the, the dark haired girl the one who heads up the summer camp. Uh, the, the, the actress Beth I forgot the actress's name. Oh, uh, Margaret Moreau or Janine uh, Garofalo? Janine. That's the one. Janine, yeah. So I was like, is she the lead? And then I was like, but is it the nerdy... What's the nerdy guy who who wanted to have sex with the the hot girl that... um, um, Michael Shawalter as Coop. Yeah. That's Coop. That's it. Coop. I was like, is it Janine's film? Is it Coop's film? Is it this person's Mm. film? I don't. I'm. I. I was like, whose film am I watching here? Mm. And I think, yeah, it just got pulled a little bit thin for me because I was like, who's the lead? Who am I rooting for? What am I? What am I doing? So 
yeah, a couple of my thoughts there. Yeah, and as you were trying to figure that out, you were also being discombobulated by the comedy. Yeah, I was just like, uh, and it, like, you're being stretched. Yes, and I, I think that, like my review to was, I've, I feel like I've been groped, and I don't know if I like it. That's my review. <laughs> <laughs> That's my review. Because I'm like, somebody's just touched me. I'm not sure who it was. I get it, and I don't know how I feel about it. If I'm honest. <laughs> That's like, if, I, if I could sum up the film, that's, that's how I sum it up. I feel like that's a very accurate <laughs> review, or at least a very accurate um, response to this film. And I yeah. feel like um, it's the it's it's probably one of the main reasons it it flopped at the box office, and and it critically it was panned because people probably felt like that it was a comedy that came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. where jokes were just flying left and right. Um, like the narrative was ludicrous and you weren't, yeah, you weren't following one specific character. It was kind of the whole camp as a, um, in general. And I feel like that, that's, it, it, it jarred audiences. It discombobulated them mm-hmm. and people, I guess, didn't like it at that time to be like, because there was so, yeah. it was very infrequent for comedies to come out in that manner. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Anchorman, um, did that, but that was later on, mm-hmm. um, and there were such comedies like Airplane or, you know, these comedies that are satirical and and like um, ludicrous and very odd and very offbeat, but still have that kind of like through line. Exactly, Whereas this yeah. one doesn't, yeah, doesn't really have that. So I, I, I have some of the same feelings, though I did, I did enjoy it um, more this time around because it does it does shake you a little bit it 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 invites you to just like not overthink anything just just li- literally just like you know the next minute they're screaming phone where's the fucking phone <laughs> and i'm like you know what and i and i always wonder how long are these tangents it's like a rick and morty episode where suddenly they just straight up veer left mm. and you're like whoa okay fuck it you either tag along or you don't and then when you don't obviously that's when you have maybe a more negative response because you want something that's maybe more rigid or or a little more clean cut i feel like this film is what it would be like to look inside your head if somebody could look inside your brain a little bit (laughs) and they was like have a look inside raf's brain and go oh my god what the fuck is going on in here there's all this stuff going on over here (laughs) this person's looking for a phone this person's trying to get laid this person's cooking and somehow we're going to like put all this stuff together and like create one narrative but really there's nothing yes. you know what i mean it's just a sequence of random things that are happening that we've sort of smushed together and just like thrown it at the audience and gone here's here's a film it felt like a bit like a comedy troupe that were just doing bits for you know an hour and a half and they just sort of went how can we edit this together you know, to create a film. You know, if it's set around a camp, we've we've loosely got it set around a camp. So that's our through thread. And we're just going to put all these funny bits together and hopefully maybe we can turn it into a narrative. So that's, you know, that's how mm. I, uh, how I felt about that's, it. That's, 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 um, that's almost, that's like very plausible. The fact that it's probably a bunch of skits rummaged together, mm. like, you know, um, and especially with you know uh, a comedy ensemble like this, but Jabril, what what did you think? Because um, I, I feel like you you're the one kind of defending this film, or at least like saying like you know this still holds up. Um, yeah, what did you think uh, re- reviewing it? 
So uh, this is the second time that I've watched this film. Like uh, I watched it, I guess, pretty late in life. Like mm. I watched it right before I became a summer camp counselor. So I must have been like 22 at the time or mm-hmm. 20 or 21. I can't remember. But uh, when I first watched it, I kind of didn't resonate with the movie either. I was like, this isn't that funny. It's just I thought it was really stupid. And like I had to kind of like force myself to laugh, kind of like truly believe what the movie was like what it was trying to do to laugh Mm. but this time around watching it again i really really enjoyed it one of the things is is that because i did the summer camp counselor thing and this is pretty much exactly the same like well not exactly the same obviously it's a bit crazy in this movie but a lot of the things that happened in this movie like happen in summer camp you know like the camp that i taught at it it was just boys so it was just guys all like the entire time so you wouldn't find like people making out and stuff like that Mm. or like kids like waking up in different bunks but the general like thing that's going on like the one where the counselor the art counselor who just went through a divorce i love that i love that tangent yeah i love that that that, scene but like those connections with the students like you know how it goes crazy towards the end but like the connection with the campers it can get like that towards the end of like camp because you're spending so much time with these kids. So mm. I found that really funny. And I love the um, the interactions between characters. There was a lot of like couples, like pretty much two people. And that's their story. This yeah. is two people and their story. And um, I love the guy from Frasier. What's his name? Um, yeah, I yes. know. Yeah, he um, was David good. Hyde. Uh, David Hyde. David Hyde Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. yeah. So funny. <laughs> He's like, hey, Henry. Um, you can call me Henry. <laughs> She's like, okay, Henry. <laughs> Henry it is. <laughs> Henry Please, it is. call me Henry. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like when he just like completely rages at her. He's like, no, I said no. <laughs> like in the beginning. So that really well, killed me. There's one more. There's one more. Uh, when he says, um, okay, meet me in 10 seconds at the park. <laughs> hey, remember when I said, remember when I said to meet me in 10 seconds? Well, yeah. here's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um i i really i just really love this movie like i found it a lot more funny this time around i don't necessarily know why um but i guess to counter some of your guys's points um so in terms of like the storyline and stuff they tried to make this kind of like a spoof movie so more along the lines of like scary movie and stuff like that and if you think of it in that frame it's it's a good version of like a parody spoof movie because it was trying to spoof a lot of like these movies from um, the time where it was like these kids go to camp and, and loads of the sex themed movies that were coming around like the late nineties, early two thousands. And they were trying to make fun of those. And then apparently the directors also um, were really inspired by do the right thing. So this is a weird connection to our first theme. Interesting. But like, you know how everything happens in one day. Um, yeah with like the times and everything and kind of like that line of like okay this happens just on the last day of summer camp um i guess that's the main structure throughout the movie and then whatever happens just happens throughout that day but then they kind of like make it seem as if the day lasts like an entire like summer like you know kind of like how like 16 year old kids feel or like 
15 year olds where like you date someone for a week and that feels like three years and you're like yeah oh, remember how like i grew how like i grew up and stuff like and i think what's his name coop says it in the movie he was like remember how i was like immature before mm, dinner yeah and now i'm like a totally changed guy <laughs> and they go through that montage with with the can of soup yeah. and like the chef and it was just it was so funny um so yeah i just found a new appreciation for the movie this time around and um I really liked it. And then, yeah, to keep it going, I really liked the way it was filmed. Um, it was, like, you could tell it was low budget, but what they were trying to do was pretty nice. Like, I liked, I don't know, there was just, like, some really cool parts with cool framing, mm. um, interesting shots. Um, and then I, I can't not love the uh, the soundtrack. Soundtrack is awesome. Mm, love, mm. like, love the the music in this movie. So it was competing. Yeah. It was competing with, um, or against, shall I say, um, not another teen movie and scary movie too, which were both, yeah, barrel scraping parody flicks. Um, uh, and it still managed to, like, yeah, not not quite succeed as those two um, movies. Um, but it's it's nice to 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 get to for it to have the recognition it has. Like I. I definitely recognize this film as being not even, I wouldn't call it ahead of its time. I would call it in a different dimension altogether. Like this kind of comedy is not, I mean, there is definitely gags and, and, and bits that are, I think ahead. Um, but it, it just lives in its own little dimension, which I feel it's why it kind of missed the bar when it first came out. And now it's getting resurgence, but also, as you mentioned in the beginning, um, part of its resurgency was the fact that this is an absolute stellar cast. I mean, most of these people went on to like they be A-listers. Paul Rudd, um, like Amy Poehler, Jolo Truglio, um, Bradley Cooper, Elizabeth Banks, like all all these names are, are are massive now. So it's only it was only a matter of time before people start to revisit some of their films, and one of which was about yeah. Hot American and Summer. And some of them are like pretty famous writers as well. They're not Absolutely. just actors, like com comedic writers, like yeah. that make hilarious movies and hilarious shows. So a lot came out of this cast. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So it's nice to see, um, and it must have been nice for them as well to, because I feel like mm -hmm. they probably made thought they made something really genuine and unique and authentic mm -hmm. if there's anything i will give this film it's really authentic it's authentic comedy yeah. you you were not seeing this in 2001 um especially in 2001 when mm. lord of the rings was out shrek was out like all these behemoths Le legally blonde was out this was going to yeah. be obviously trampled by by all these films um sure. had you had you never heard of this film at all hainsley or, uh, or only through, only through my friend radar? yeah only through my friend i'd never heard yeah. of it so she mentioned it because we we sort of bonded through comedy um yeah and our, obviously love of film but through comedy and she cited this film as like one of her comedic influences and the type of project mm. she would want to be in or do um, should she become a famous actress? And I'd I'd never and heard is, of it. Yeah, on, yeah. is this is it? No, no. Is this some? Is this a a comedy that you as an actor? Because mm. um, Hainsley, ladies and gentlemen, is as an actor. Um, I, I I should name drop uh, Alfred Pennyworth. Um, but would you find yourself in this type of comedy or if not, what type of comedy do you think you, you are more catered to? Um, 
I guess it's about like comedic language, isn't it? And I think inherently mm. um, we we all have a natural comedic language and we can adapt to some degree, but we all have a like a, our own comedic rhythm and our comedic language. And I think like ultimately the, I guess the initial disconnect with this film is that I couldn't quite get a beat on the comedic language in this. I, I couldn't quite understand the rhythm. I couldn't quite understand like the tonality of, of what I was watching. Some stuff would, would really hit other stuff. I was like completely bewildered by. So I could never really get a flow of like what we were doing. Whenever Paul Rudd was on screen, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm watching now when Paul was on screen or when uh, the guy from uh, Fraser was on screen, I was like, okay, I know what I'm watching. Um, even the guy who pretended to be that, you know, he, he was going to have sex with everybody. I forgot his name, but the one he, he turned out he was a virgin. I forgot oh, his name. Yes. Oh, Ken, um, Ken something. Yeah. He's like a huge TV. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. I like recognize his face. Like every just, TV show I've yeah, ever seen. I don't know his name, but like I, a lot of them, I understood the premise. Like I could see the premise of the comedy and I, often I could appreciate the effort, but something that often it would just go over my head. And then because there was often no through line from scene to scene in the premise or the tonality of the comedy, just as I might be like, oh, I'm getting like a comedic rhythm here. Like I understand this comedic language and it would jump to another scene and I'm like, okay, you guys are speaking Arabic now. You were just speaking German, and I understood a bit of that. But now you speak in Arabic. I don't know what's happening. And in another scene, yeah, they'll be speaking yeah. French, and I'm like, okay, I, d I can't quite get a beat on what's happening. Mm. Um, would I want to be in it? I'd probably want to be in something like this because comedic sport. I'd want to be around yeah. actors who are this gifted. Um mm just to see if I could plug into yeah. whatever it was that they were doing. Um, and I think that's part been of a the crazy joy. Set. Yeah. I mean, that would be just a joy as an actor to be able to be opposite these like amazing performers who are doing these bits and, you know, these skits and tapping into these characters and this energy and to just be able to play with them, you know, be able to be like, mm. okay, I'm going to sit in this and I'm going to go along for the ride. Like, this reminds me of, but I guess it's more of a through line, Eastbound and Down. You know, Eastbound and Down. Yes. Right. Mm. See, now yeah. that is 100%. fucking genius. But but you know what you're <laughs> getting with Eastbound and Down. Yeah. You yeah. know the comedic language. You know the tonality and the rhythm. You know Will, Will Ferrell's going to be throwing all kinds of fucking random shit at you. Just <laughs> absurdist, you know, random you know, physical comedy, verbal comedy. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't quite get a beat on it for 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 this one. But I'd love to play because just because of the cast. Um, yeah. If I was gonna yeah. if I was gonna do anything uh, with this, and this is just my like overly organized head, I just I just pick one through line for a narrative. That's all I change. I just be like, keep everybody do what you're doing, but let's just say that these two are the central premise of the story. That would mm -hmm. be yeah. 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 I I so yeah, yeah, I resonate with two things that you said. So um the first thing I, uh, that you said was um how like you were kind of I don't know. Well basically what I, <laughs> Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. No, no, that's um, fine. It's fine. 
<laughs> that's what happened to me like, in the I film. Just remembered that. That's what yeah. happened in the film. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just, what am I, where, where am I? Um, am I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So you used the, you used the um, example of Eastbound and Down. Yes. And that, like, you know what you're getting with Will Ferrell. Do you think that you would have, like, appreciated it more if you kind of knew what you were getting into before you watched this movie? Or do you think that didn't really matter? Because, like, yeah. my first watch, I was kind of in the same like the mm. same similar situation as you but like now that I've watched it a second time I kind of knew what I was getting into cuz I remembered right. that it was a ridiculous movie mm-hmm. I didn't remember how ridiculous it was and then when I watched it I was like laughing I was like maybe off, so, it yeah. could be like you, you know like a comedic inception you know like you you first mm. time you watch it you're like what am I f-? there's so much information coming at you and it's also you know disorienting you might not be able to just mm. like sit back and enjoy the movie but I guess once you've got over that absurdist mm. like randomness and be like, you know what? I know it's not a linear story and I know the story's going to jump around. Mm-hmm. I guess once, if you've braced yourself for that and you watch it again, you might be able to be like, you know what? Let me just, I, you know, I don't need to try and process all yeah. the information now. Mm. I kind of know what, what I'm watching. Let me just kind of watch it the second time a bit mm. more relaxed, you know? You're not like this, watching it, trying to understand what the fuck's going on the yeah, second yeah. time. You're a bit like, <laughs> okay, I know what's coming. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to breathe. Yeah. So maybe that could, you know, that could well be the case. And I, mm-hmm. I'd probably enjoy the bits that I laughed at more because I did laugh, you know, mm-hmm. and I did enjoy lots of the mm-hmm. performances and like the premises of the lot of the humor I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, perhaps I would then come to appreciate the stuff that went over my head more because I'd have more time to sort of process mm-hmm. it because I wouldn't be trying to figure out what the fuck was going on so much. So you yeah, might, yeah, yeah, you, might yeah. you know, you might be onto something there. Well, I think this movie, I think this movie definitely deserves um, a second watch just because the first mm-hmm. watch, like you said, is so disoriented, uh, disorienting that you, you can't fully appreciate what it is. You just have to take it in, swallow it. Mm-hmm. It might taste mm-hmm. really gross. You might spit it back out. But it's one of those things where, yeah, a second appreciation, which is why probably mm-hmm. which is why it became a cult following because people, you know, started to 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 look back. Um, so yeah, it, it it's it's one of those yeah. films that just it needs it needs that second sip. It mm-hmm. needs that second taste. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, the second thing, which is kind of like um, the same feeling that I had with the first film, the first watch and the second watch, was I kind of agree that maybe there were too many like storylines going on between mm. characters. Like I think maybe if they cut down a little bit, rather than just choose a central line going between like two characters, if they just cut out like some of the really out there, like um, the story of the. Uh, the older camper who mad who had like superpowers in the end of the movie. Like once that happened, yes. I was kind of like, okay, this wasn't necessary. And I didn't really need this. Yeah. And I felt like his entire storyline could have been cut out. But yeah. yeah. Um, Although that was ending a- was so ridiculous. that I was <laughs> like, you know what? I'm actually loving this. And because of how long it went yeah. on for as well. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Boy. <clears throat> I I I I just felt like they should have cut out a few characters. Yeah, I I agree. There was a lot a lot of random payoffs as well. That's why I was like, yeah, like some things felt like really big story. Like when I was watching it, and like the guy was like, uh, the, again, I, I'm bad with the characters' names. 
but there was this guy, there was three of them, and they were trying to get their friend laid, and they were watching the girls in the lake. Yes. They were like, we're going to get you laid, we're yeah. going to get you laid, right? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I get it. It's a bit like, you know, um, American Pie-esque, and like, yeah, dudes, we're going to get you laid, blah, blah. So he sneaks off. Yeah. And then he goes in the thing, and Bradley Cooper's there, and I'm like, okay, this is good. Oh, my God, what is happening here? And it's like, okay, he's like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's been getting it on with Bradley Cooper. So, like, this is... And uh, to be fair, like a fairly graphic sex scene. So you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. For and, 2001. Yeah, well. that was like for a, you know, a, yeah. a heterosexual <laughs> actor in a comedy to be doing. A, and the sex scene wasn't, well, maybe it was, but you guys can tell me your take. I didn't probably look, I don't feel like it was played for laughs. I felt like that was like. I know. No, yeah. It looked right? quite it looked serious. Very, it was it, quite it looked serious and it, it looked pretty, sweet. Yeah, it looked pretty serious to me. I was like. Okay, th- this is happening with the. Okay, we're going full broke back now. Okay, on run with yeah, this. Yeah. Cool. Before, before broke before back. Before broke back. Yeah. yeah. And then it kind of d- nothing really. It was like okay, it, it that was just like the crux of his his thing, hmm. and it just sort of it just left Wait, it. Then, there. then they get, well, they got married, and then yeah, by the lake. there was the the present. Afterwards, where they were like, "This is for you," and like I thought they yeah. were gonna abuse him, and then they like gave him that present. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was like a really funny payoff in the end. But yeah, but I, like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get to really appreciate the payoffs mm-hmm. because there were so many. Ah, right, right. There okay. was so, there, there was so many. Like there's this story over here, and then there's this payoff, and then there's this story over here, mm-hmm. and then there's this payoff. And there's like five or six, maybe even more that I maybe missed. I can't remember. Uh, Payoffs. Well, I have some bad news for you, my friend. Because <laughs> <that? you>, <laughs> this this movie has TV uh, spawned a prequel series and a sequel series, yeah, and yeah. it's literally like paying off all the stuff that they didn't pay off in the movie. They and didn't it goes pay stuff. Crazy, off? insane. Yeah. So there's like <laughs> there's like like random characters that they speak of at the camp, and like there's the whole like backstory to the can, and like. There's um, like the characters in the future and like what, you know, in the movie where they're like 10 years from now at like 930, we're going to meet at this place. And that's how the sequel series starts oh at God. that exact spot at like 930. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think that's the kind of comedy that they're going for. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I guess it's like it's absurdist and I guess they're, they're throwing out. That's part of their shtick, their niche is that they're throwing out the rule book of timelines and central protagonists and they're like you know what i'm ripping that up guys fuck it get a new rule book all of our characters are central Mm. characters you get a payoff you get a payoff you get a payoff everybody gets a payoff (laughs) you know if that's the thing then if for nothing else i expect i respect the uh experimental nature yeah. So, so here's a question for both of you, and maybe Raph, you can start with this one. What's up? Um, if you could, it's a little mystery question for both of you, actors, actors, um, thespians. If you were thespians, okay. Well, I don't know if a thespian would like to be in this um, in this film. <laughs> oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, so if you were to like create a character or be one of the characters, which ones would you rather be? Like, would you create something out of? Like new, would you be a camper, a counselor, or like mm. the upper tier, like director or, mm. or nurse, or I don't know. Yeah, for both of you guys, what 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 do you think your acting strengths and weaknesses would kind of like hit in the best way? 
I think my I very much resonate with Paul Rudd, and I think my brand of comedy very much resonates with Paul Rudd, especially when he goes physical. There's one scene um, that's you know spoiler alert. It's my favorite scene. But when he has to pick up his mess, I knew you were going to say that. It, I knew you I were going to say that. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> because it's that is. I feel like the, I I I have that in me to like have that sort of physical uh, comedy. So if you know, I don't want to just choose Paul Rudd because that's you know that's an easy exit. But kind of, I'd love to be a camper. I'd love to have like a first hand experience. Maybe it's like my first year, uh, my first summer. I'm a bit shy. Um, I'm a bit shy. I'm also like maybe a little bisexual. I don't know. Um, and, <laughs> but like a really soft bisexual. Um, I like and, it. A little um, bit soft yeah, bisexual. it just, it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, fe- like really feel like feeling myself, feeling both boys and girls, but also like nice. trying to induct, like, yeah. I'm also you're, like, you're ready for new experiences, you know, hiking, exactly. Skiing. 100 maybe the other sex and i would and i would also like 100 percent try to form a drama club i'd mm. be like come on boys and girls get your shakespeare's mm. going um would you not shower for the entire time you were there oh probably yeah like I mean, that kid yeah <laughs> probably i mean it's part of the experience right you gotta be one with nature i'd either yeah i'd either be like a drama geek trying to like make shakespeare happen or i'd be like go on the other side and be like mr nature man and kind of go into this weird um, abyss, kind of like what um, what's his face, Christopher um, Christopher Maloney, uh, Gene, with his like random lines. I'd I'd be like him, except <laughs> if he wasn't a cook, but someone like a a, a wilderman, like a, a wild beast uh, from from the wild, uh, you know, telling kids where to go and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'd be I'd be either these two characters if I had to like quickly create my own. I love how fucking specific a- that was that was amazing <laughs> yeah it wasn't like you were like spitballing and going you know what i'm not sure I, I, maybe i would <laughs> you just like was like no i know exactly no. what i want this is who he is this is what's happening i'm fucking yeah. going in um oh like, what would i do you know what? i something just come to me i've decided that i'd want to go in there as like a black mormon <laughs> and I'd want to create like my own little cult within the camp. Yes, it's a, it's a Jewish camp too, so that's yeah. like a, yeah, really. yeah. And, every, and everyone be like, "You're a Mormon?" I'd be like, "Yeah, bro. <laughs> you didn't know those black Mormons." <laughs> it on, very bro. much fits from the your. UK. <laughs> it very much fits your style as well. I feel you can bring that style of like uh, you know the. <laughs> <laughs> the pause and the yeah that's, that's what it is yeah it's black <laughs> he has bro. Hainley, Hainsley is brilliantly funny and I can't wait for you to see this like shoot we did but he's yeah he has he has a style of comedy that's 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 incredibly funny and he like his beats are are on point that's why like having this character the black mormon you can definitely make sure to be like <laughs> i mean it's yeah, already that's... ridiculous it's already fucking ridiculous yeah. that's why it came yeah. to me so uh, yeah i'd yeah. like to be a black mormon and basically i'm there to like sort of like gather new members to be part of my new black <laughs> woman camp and I'm just using the people there to to you know I'm looking for new wives 
you know, I want to create my own little <laughs> village and I'm using yes. the summer camp as just like my new hive where I'm just like inducting people. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I'm like a new mini cult leader and I like work my way into the summer camp yes. system <laughs> with like um, the J- Janine Gough, 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 I can't remember her name. But um, yeah, by the end of yeah. it, I'm like in, I've indoctrinated myself into Love the camp. It. Yeah. But, and I don't, I mean, to answer your question as well, Raph, I don't, th- I wouldn't want to play this character like my typical style of humour. I think I'd want to play right, him right, like, right, right. how do I want to play him? So he wouldn't be like high energy, but he would have like, I want to give him like a, a, a Southern pastor type energy, but he's Mormon. Mm. So yeah. I'd want to have this really weird fucking <laughs> mishmash of like, he's a black Mormon, but he's got that Southern Baptist pastor church vibe, but he's trying to create his own little sex cult within the group. And just like the film, no one can get a fucking beat on this guy. What the fuck am I yeah. looking at? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what is happening right now? We've got a black uh, woman in here who's trying to like indoctrinate <laughs> the chicks and what the fuck? <laughs> but to me, it's completely normal. It's just, yeah, like, this, yeah, is, yeah, this, yeah. Is my, this is my life. That I feel like that we was... have something here. I feel like there is like, for sure. The producer should be calling us up and be like, okay guys, we need you. Yeah. Oh. Uh, David Wayne. David um, Wayne. Yeah. Reach, call us. Yeah. Beep us. Call me and I would have to do a, a monologue. Sequel, sequel. I don't know if you guys have seen the outtakes from this in Eastbound and Down with Will Farrell. Where yes. Just like, I yes. Can feel it in my plums. <laughs> I said no. Gabriel, let the boy he watch. Must, uh, He's so gotta learn. <laughs> he gotta learn. I learned from my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a such a. Oh yeah. My gosh. Yeah. And the I sun dancing around them. Dancing around on my plums. Down there. Oh my plums. <laughs> oh my plums. Going go going down to the farmer's market. <laughs> Two plums for one. <laughs> yes. I would be channeling my, my yeah. own uh, black Mormon pastor version of that. You know, when I'm in Oh man, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. That's great. That those your you guys' answers were <laughs> the most left field. I wasn't expecting those two. So thank you. Thank you. So Between a soft bisexual here. and a black Mormon, here we go. <laughs> this is what we do here on, on the movie newbie. <laughs> um, but I guess we should probably move on to questions. But before we do, yeah. I've got a shit ton of fun facts that I haven't been able to say. So oh, do it. Yes. Yeah, okay. So um can of soup, basically the uh, who was played by H. John Benjamin. From Bob's Burgers fame, mm. um, was a ri- originally auditioned for the assistant chef, so it could ah. have been that. And the assistant chef was that Napoleon Dynamite? No, no, yes? no, no. Okay, I, th- I was like, <clears throat> is it? Is it? Okay, it's not. Um, the Radio Kid was overdubbed by Sam Levine, who was from Freaks and Geeks. If That's anybody right. remembers him. That's right. And then, yeah, and the sequel movie, they um, he plays like the older version of the Radio Kid. And I don't know if anybody noticed, but like. There was a Paul Rudd scene in the beginning where they 100% overdubbed his voice. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but I definitely did. They overdubbed yeah, Paul I, Rudd's voice. <laughs> with his voice oh, again, right. okay. but I guess there was something wrong with the recording oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, I noticed yeah. a few I noticed a few dubs here and there. Um yeah. in and out. Yeah. And it's probably just yeah, small budget, wind playing, you know, mm. all sorts mm. of things that could have um yeah. hindered well, the sound. Funny you say wind, 
because um, this camp was based off of uh, David Wayne and Coop. What's what's the actor's name? Coop. Uh, Michael Showalter. Yeah. <laughs> their experience on in camp, and um, they basically like decided to use a, another summer camp for most of the shots. But because you can't really shoot in the summer because it's used for summer camp, yeah. they had to shoot it during the winter. And there's actually loads of scenes where you could see their breath like in the oh. air and you can see in the background there's like rain coming down and the camp that they used was uh actually one of the summer camps that frank azaria went to the guy from uh the simpsons he's famous for mm-hmm. yeah he's infamous mm-hmm. for doing apu and a bunch of other characters on the simpsons and former pm to israel uh, david ben-gurion and there's kind of like a little easter egg in the movie where she's like reading out fake jewish names and both of those names show up in the in the little register that she says. Yeah. And, those are quite uh, the facts. There's one more. There's a video of Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler saying thank you to the campers that they did, like when like a special video for the campers. And apparently they didn't even get paid for this entire movie. Really? Like, yeah, it was super low budget. Like Paul Rudd, he said he's pretty sure he didn't get paid. Wow. That's how like Yeah, shitty it did. And yeah. How, uh like obscure it was yeah Yeah. wow that's crazy i mean that's some fun facts for you (laughs) that's yeah wow and it's very interesting for an actor to to well i guess it 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 comes from the love of the script the cast to to do something like this i mean i would definitely throw myself i wouldn't you know you can take my arm my leg whatever i'll do it um and if i'm not wrong this was before he got his friend's debut like oh, okay. the shooting for this movie wow. was yeah. before he got onto Friends, so maybe it helped him get onto Friends. Oh, he's you know star comedian already. You could already see the quality in in in, mm-hmm. in his in his beats and his physicality and, and everything he does. Yeah, yeah, I think he steals the show throughout and every scene he is. So, anything else, or shall we head to questions? Let's head to the questions. All right, favorite performance, Hainsley. Let's go. Ooh, favorite performance. Let me think. Let me think. Um, it's going to be between Paul Rudd and the chef. Mm. The chef mm. had me in every yeah. scene. Like he, like I yeah. think there was, I think there was a level of commitment that he had to that character that just made me laugh every time I saw him. This, like this manly mm. man working in a kitchen with the fucking bandana on with the, the chef's thing, and he just hates his job. Yeah. I just think the pre- I just think the premise is hilarious, anyway. Yeah. Um. So I, I loved what Paul Rudd was doing, yeah. but I think I might have to give it to, and I, I guess because as well the chef wasn't in it as much, so he was able to steal scenes. He wasn't in it as much as the other people, so he was like a nice little refresher palate cleanser every time I saw him, and it was maybe he was one of the few things I knew what I was getting every time I saw him, so I was like, okay. This is there's a bit coming now. He's here. I know what I'm getting. Um, so b- between those two, um, I loved what Paul Rudd was doing though. I just loved the way that him and he was like kissing all these girls, and they were like that, eh, like proper, <laughs> <laughs> like going at it. And um, when he was letting that kid drown, he's like, "You'll be fine. <laughs> you can swim. You're good." Oh, yeah, Christopher. Yeah. I love Chris. So Christopher Maloney, his name, and Gene That's is him, is yeah. is the character he played. But um, I loved his arc of like, you know, kind of being honest with who you are because of the little things he kept saying throughout. So like, I think he has one line where he says, in the pantry, about the sink, right next to my bottle of dick cream. 
Uh, yeah. Wait, forget that last part. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just keeps saying stuff like that. It was just so it's just so good. Um and it's uh there's another mud on my butt. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's uh yeah, there's a there's another one where it's like, um now if you'll excuse me, I'm I'm gonna fondle my sweaters. Uh, (laughs) oh yeah these little these little off lines that basically led to his monologue uh towards the end yeah he's great he's fantastic uh jabriel what's your who is your favorite favorite performance um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go with amy poehler and bradley Mm. cooper Mm. because um they were like a more accurate version of the fucking what's that High school musical. High school musical. High school musical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> high school musical. High school musical. Yeah. Um, the the two the kids. Um, what's her name? Ashley Tisdale and the other guy. Like, Zach. No, not Zach Efron. No. Sorry. Yes, the other guy. I know her who, counterpart. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Um, it just reminded me of them, you know, and mm. like of like making fun of that like kind of thing. That stereotype. Just, yeah. That stereotype, and I just I found it really funny, and it's just nice to see them before they became who they were. Yeah. They were yeah. young. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah it was it yeah. was quite yeah, it's quite rare to see. Um yeah, wonderful. Uh they had great chemistry, um, mm. great relationship. Um I'm gonna have to, you know, mine's obvious, mine's Paul Rudge. Um mm-hmm. it's he steals the scene. It's the faces he makes when he doesn't like get the approval, he's like Yeah. <laughs> um it's just it's like from his faces to his physicality to 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 the beat to the timing it's this guy you knew i feel like you you knew he was going places um Mm -hmm. right from the get-go you were like this is different he is different this is yeah this is someone that will go into the marvel cinematic universe little did he know um (laughs) and they make a um like a i think at the end of the movie She's like, oh yeah, he's like Marvel. Yes, like, yes, Mar- they do. And they, I was like, Whoa. yeah, they do say that. <laughs> yeah. They do say that. Yeah, yeah. he's Marvel. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, uh, ten years later or fifteen years later. Yeah, um, funny. All right, Should I go scenes. Yeah, I think we were supposed to do scenes first as well. Ah, Ollie's well. probably like punching the air right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ollie, does <laughs> not, Ollie does not like it when we just we we don't skip when we don't you know keep to the do structure. Order. So, yeah. but it's. Yeah, but it's it's when Hot American Summer. We're supposed to like yeah. be a left field. Yeah. What's your rating? <laughs> <laughs> What's your rating? Straight to the um, end. <laughs> um, yeah. So favorite scene. Favorite Hainsley. scene. Oh man, favorite scene. Favorite scene. Um, I do like when Amy Poehler and um, Bradley Cooper are asking people to try out for the drama club auditions. Um that was just so there's like a synergy that they had that was so like perfect um and they reminded me a bit of like like churchgoers who like are all singing or dancing um and like give off this like really holier than thou image but they're like really mean because they think they're better than everybody yeah they like play harder (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Um, I just everything about what they did in that scene I thought was really really funny. Um, I did I did like the I don't know why it made me laugh so much, but just when um, Paul Rudd said to Elizabeth Banks that you taste that like, you just pushed off, I was like ew, you taste like burgers. 
I don't know why that made me laugh so I don't, much. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Again, I guess it was so obscure. It just like really yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. Um, and there was I, this, I love how they made her a slob like the entire yeah, movie. and she had like all that like freaking sauce around their mouth and just yeah, yeah just like really obscure shit. And it, there was a, a, a like a, a weird car chase where that guy I think is trying to get back in time to yes. sleep with that girl. Yeah, that was oh. so the motorcycle the motorcycle chase random. Yeah. That was so random. <laughs> I like my brain was just trying to compute how fucking random that scene was, but I appreciated how random it was. Um, and him like running in his little yeah. shorts, and also how like obvious, how, how obvious it was that it was a stunt. It was a stunt. Yeah, man, yeah, like, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And then like him running, there's a log in the middle of the road, and he sort of stops. He's like, "How am I going to get round it? Even though it's like yeah. that, that fucking big, and you can just walk round it." And he runs round it, and another guy's like, "Oh, it's no. something that they like make fun of now." <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. Those are like a couple that st- stood out to me. But if I'm going to choose one, maybe I'll go with the Amy Poehler and uh, Bradley Cooper entry. Yeah. Raph? Um, I think you already mentioned it earlier, right? Yeah, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd picking up his, his cleaning up his mess in the cafeteria or being told to clean up his mess and then him having to go... Oh. <laughs> like the way he contorts his back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then how he gets how he gets annoyed when he doesn't like pick it up right and he's like oh. yeah <laughs> just... well like the, the like they're all supposed to be like 16 yeah. years old yeah so that's like another thing that they were making fun of it's like how all these Adults. movies they play high schoolers yeah. but they're actually like 27 yeah. yeah like that yeah he's so perfectly captured like my 16 year old self yeah and my mom telling me to like clean up basically bring the dishes in the dishwasher and i'm yeah like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> why? <laughs> make your bed. <laughs> yeah, make your bed. You know, like those moments. Like he encapsulated all of my teenage angst when asked those questions. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, what about you? Um, I'm going to go with, just because like it reminds me of us when this happened in summer camp, um, was when... Uh, the director was leaving for the, for town mm. and everyone's like you're going to town and then that whole like <laughs> thing where it just escalates yeah. and everybody gets fucked up like <laughs> start doing so- start doing heroin yeah. <laughs> and then they get back and they're like you know even if you're only gone for an hour and they're like eh, yeah and they like get off the truck and stuff it feels um, so good <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that because it's, it's kind of the same like, yeah we used to like go out for like half an hour grab a few beers come back next like, minute on a different yeah. wave, you know um <laughs> next minute it's 5 a.m at the clubs and we're like how did we get here <laughs> man it was it was fun um but yeah no I, if i if that didn't if like if i had to pick another scene it would have been the one where paul rudd's yeah. picking up all the stuff because that was like i remember myself doing that too yeah yeah um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, so let's go with what aged the best first, because yes. that's what we usually go with. Um, I'm, I'll am i just go first. Go for it. I go think for it. what aged the best was the cast. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they aged really well. Yeah, they, they <laughs> pretty much pretty much all of them. They certainly yeah, have aged very them, well. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. They yeah. look great. <laughs> they look great. They're doing great. Um, I, I mean statistically a few of them probably don't do great but like yeah for the most part 
Yeah, like Paul Rudd literally has not aged. He had he. I, I'm yeah. starting to think that guy's immortal. Um, yeah, he looks better now than he did he then. He does. He's like a fucking. Yeah. He's like a space Viking. He's like an Asgardian. <laughs> well, that's money. <laughs> he just gets yes. better with age. Gets stronger <laughs> and better with age. Well, yeah, go on. Yeah, I feel like I feel like mo- being Marvelized definitely helps with that. Everyone that got kind yeah. of put just, in the Marvel machine has sure. come out just as better versions of themselves like yeah. way better versions yeah. of themselves or just having money yeah and, in and general. money yeah just having a great career <laughs> good career good money and then marvel bam boom, and then marvel. bam big bam, boom bam, bam. bam. <laughs> um yeah i what's aged the best that was good i, I feel like that was like lingering that's why i went head. first <laughs> yeah no it's very nice sorry to, no to be honest i feel like it's David Wayne, I I love he. It's not one of my favorite David Wayne film. You know, there's Role Models, um, there's Wanderlust, which I love. There's, um, there's another one that he's done. Um, they came together as well, uh, and they came together is very much in the same vein as this film in terms of it's like just absurdity. Um, but I feel like the the absurd the absurd comedy. Uh, ages aged well and i think that's why people have like looked at this film once again and appreciate this film once again that's why it's become a cult following because of the fact that this isn't a standard comedy and i you know standard comedies are fine but once they're done they're done like we need a new we need something else and this was a fresh this was almost too fresh this was too much that you know the audience didn't know what the fuck to do with it um you did i love you man he did I Love You Man as well, which yeah. is one of my favorite Paul Rudd yeah. comedies ever. Um, that and Forgetting Star Marshall. Um, but yeah, it's 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 such a unique brand of comedy that it, it it's 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 truly testing time. It's testing an audience. It's it's testing people that have first watched it that's that watch it a second time. And I feel like that's a comedy. That's comedy that 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 has strength. That has. Um, really thick you know juicy fucking meat to it because you can just eat it eat it and eat it and it'll keep giving you something um that was a weird analogy i (laughs) I felt weird saying it um but it's it's yeah i feel like it's it's comedy is is something that's that's aged the best for me well thanks for that guys like you know this was the hardest question and i'm I'm lost so Thanks for that. <laughs> um, yeah, we're like, Hainsley will take that one. Be fine. Yeah, he's new to the show. Um, we've told him it's the hardest question. We'll just jump in first. Yeah. Take away all the answers. Or just, just and give leave you him ideas, on the floor. You know? this is the... Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him while he's down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Double tap, make sure he's yeah, dead. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, think... Exactly. <laughs> I think... Um, there's a conceptual element in there that I think was before its time. So it's unlike the spoof movies of its era, and it's actually more akin to uh, and closer to mockumentaries. Mm. And I think that element has aged very, very well. And looking at it, it's almost ahead of its time. It's got, a, I mean, it wasn't shot in a mockumentary style, but its approach to the subject matter of a summer camp summer camp people the way they speak the Mm. things they do um and creating this 
hyper real but heightened concept within a world like that mm. that has aged well and and now there's comedies like that in everything a park and rec and you know the, the yeah. office and all these other things um and that was obviously that concept i don't think it was anything like that at the time um, maybe spinal tap mm. and like a couple of other things like that but um yeah it you know it wasn't prominent in that way um and it certainly wasn't done in that way so i think that that conceptual uh, like micro element of focusing on a specific area at a specific time with a specific group of people conceptually has aged well yeah and i like the spinal tap reference now that i see it yeah there is there is a bit of that uh, that influence i'm sure yeah, david wayne yeah. was um influenced by by some of brooks work um yeah no really good stuff mm-hmm. All right, what's aged the worst? You can start now, Ainsley, if you want. What's aged the worst? Um, what's mm. aged the worst? Interesting. That I feel like that one's my. I always get. I always get. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, maybe the the. Well, I don't know if anybody's replicated that style of filming. Mm. And maybe that's why, because it wasn't. It maybe it didn't work. You know. It didn't um, work. So I think maybe they perfected it with like Adam McKay and like the Anchorman films mm-hmm. and, you know, yes. where you sort of take this disparate group of comedic actors and you have a loose narrative and then you have them improvise and you cobble together a narrative. Um, mm-hmm. And that that aspect can work if it's done right. Mm. Yeah. You know? It can work if it's done mm. right, but if it's done wrong, that's probably why that film didn't hit the way it could have when it first came out. So in practice, it sounds like an amazing idea. Let's just get, it'll be like, like, like I said, I use that analogy. Let's just get a group of our Saturday Night Live friends. Let's have a loose yeah. concept, smush them all together, and then we'll try and cobble some stuff together. Um, but that doesn't always age, that doesn't always age well. You know, a bit like Ghostbusters, the female one. You know, mm. he tried that. Yeah. He went, you know what? I'm just going to get some girls that I think are really funny and I'm going to smack them in the Ghostbusters world. I'm just going to let them improvise for the entire film and we'll just smush some shit together, package it. There you go. There's a film. And everyone went, no. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. No. 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 God, no. Yeah. So, yeah, it was more like, God, no. 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 God, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's, that's my, good. That's, that's good. Uh, no, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good, yeah, that's, that's it's a good age the worst response um because mm-hmm. i always find them tricky and i feel like i'm gonna probably use a quick exit on this one and say the cast is too big i think i think i think hainsley pointed it out before of like having basically not such a loose narrative and fo- having mm-hmm. more central figures to focus on whereas this was such a big cast that it was hard to it was hard to follow everyone. 
Yeah. And and I know they were all funny individuals, yet some got missed out because of the fact that the cast When you was say so big, big, do you mean um, famous or do you mean so many of them? Or both? Like many of them. Yeah, okay. in terms of in terms of numbers, you were following so many different yeah, people that yeah. Some got left, you know, by the by the sideline, mm-hmm. uh, which I, wh- whom I thought were, you know, deserved a potential, and then others got more of the limelight. Like it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's that, yeah, it was, there was just too many numbers, too many people to look at. Um, I feel like, l- let's say the cook, if he had more of a of a role, if Chris Maloney had more of a role, like that would have been you know could have been a more central figure so you at least have the kitchen staff and then you have the director's board and then you have the can like i feel like it needed a bit of um placement it needed a bit of mm. in in an unorthodox world in a very unconventional world you need at least your characters to be somewhat at least the narrative for the characters to be somewhat in order for your audience to like kind of follow so then if they do veer left if they do like take me on a tangent i'm at least following that character i don't know mm-hmm. yeah it's too many numbers, I'd say. Too many. Yeah, so for me, I guess this is just also an easy exit as well, but because I've actually lived through it and mm. I was a camp counselor, it was it's hard to to look past the whiteness of this movie. And um it's a white film. When I was yeah, it is it, I, I I understand that it's set in the eighties and it was a Jewish like camp. It's not like it's a how how would you say it? a niche a niched camp? Mm. <laughs> I, I I don't know what the word would be, but like it's very specific to a specific group of people. Sure. So maybe yes, like they're all Jewish people there, but they could have had more diversity uh, in in the cast. You know, mm. more representative, more representative of um, just the U.S. and the region that they're in. Because I was in the same region. Like this, this movie was set in Massachusetts. I was in New Hampshire, and I worked with African Americans, Mexicans, like me coming from yeah. wherever the fuck I'm from, um, like people from South America, people from France, like mm. people from all over the U.S., not just like that area. So, yeah, it they could have maybe made it a little bit more diverse, but um, I can I understand like maybe that just wasn't the case and. You know, yeah, like it's just I'm, I think I'm nitpicking with this. Yeah. 2001. 2001 was still figuring yeah. their their shit out in terms yeah. of race. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, in terms of uh, women, like female representation, I think it's like a lot better than all the other movies from the 2000s that were yeah. of this like. Sure, sure. Um, in terms of like shedding light on like gay. Yeah, they had some people, gay representation. Like, that gay represent. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were. They're neither of them are gay, so. Don't. No, I don't suppose Bradley Cooper yeah. is, though. Who's oh, I, 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 mean, I like, just it meant was on the it was screen. On the screen. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, sorry, I, for, I forget now yeah. that. Does it does it not count? I don't yeah. know what the rules are. Does it not count as representation if the actors I are neither gay? Do I. I don't know what we're. Do- I don't know what the rules are, guys. I was like, they're playing yeah. gays. <laughs> neither do I. So <laughs> that's gay representation. Yeah. But they're like, no, unless you're doing it in real life. Yeah doesn't count yeah so I, I don't know what the rules are that's why i'm voting for we'll black mormon for the next film yeah to up mm-hmm. the representation mm-hmm. um, let's go boom yeah that's there what i'm go. saying make that happen i can there that's an go. easy fix yeah. easy fix that's an easy fix boom 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 <laughs> get that movie going that's spin off that's we what see I'm the saying. prequel where did it come from yeah <laughs> 
BM, get bro. Writing. Black Mormon. Let's uh, get it out there. Let's get it done. Bro, Black <laughs> Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, to the mystery question, then. To the mystery. I guess I asked you guys this question, kind of. Yeah, you But did. not really. I asked you, bit. like, what character you'd be, but yeah. this is simple. One answer question. Um, what counselor would you be? Like, if you were to teach something, I get if you guys couldn't choose acting or like drama or theater in a cap, what would you teach or what counselor would you be? I would, uh, as a waterfront counselor, I was the Paul Rudd role. Nice. I was a lifeguard. I taught. Um, How many kids died? Wakeboarding, water skiing. <laughs> Zero kids died because all of them used the waterfront because... as like an excuse to not do anything. Right. Or I was gonna <laughs> so say because the... none of the none because none told because <laughs> you chuck them out in the forest. Yeah, I chuck them out. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were on the middle of the lake, so I just drive them out and boom, boom. Yeah. It was a wakeboarding accident. You know? The FBI <laughs> man's like, wait, what? <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. So you guys, what, what would you? Hainsley. Please. Uh, so what you can do any subject that you want as a if you uh, so in in summer camp it's usually like not the most like academic things unless like you're yeah it's more like hobbies you know like extracurricular activities that you do at school right so anything of that sort i'm just spitballing like, here do whatever you could do a new thing you know yeah i'm thinking like uh pimping 101 Black Mormon. Like to how how to get bitches what? and shit. A bit thing. That's what I that's, like. That's hilarious. Like, no, because do you know what I mean? I think the kids uh, need to learn. Well, Let the boy watch. Honestly, let him watch. Honestly, watch. <laughs> he needs to learn that the way is... I learned from my father. <laughs> Guys, it's it's actually pretty much the secondary job of every counselor oh. because like I lived in a, like I stayed in a room the same as like in the, in this movie, I think we had like 10 kids in our room and three counselors and we all slept in the same room, like in a bunk. Yeah. And I remember these kids would be like, yeah, Jabriel, like how, how do you get girls? Like <laughs> how, how, how can I get a girlfriend? And then like, we'd have socials with the sister camp. And I remember these kids like getting ready, and they'd be like putting on their belts and like their sh- they'd like buy their new sneakers and stuff in front of the mirror. They're like, "Do I look good? Do I look good?" And then they'd like all line up and show me and the other ca- like oh, counselors. Bless. It was so you're you're onto something. You see, there, you? I, I'm telling you, I'll be like, "Hey, get your pens no. and papers, bitches! It's pimping 101. <laughs> BM's gonna show you how to mat these from, from holes. the Mormon. Yeah." That's what that's what that would be my thing. Hundred percent pimping one on one and when you pass All you get your little wives. you get your little cane with a diamond on top of it when you've completed the course. Yes. And some pimp shoes, some crocodile pimp shoes. <laughs> I'll show you how to mac these hoes. Vegan, vegan vegan leather shoes. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, you know, I'll be talking oh, to them about their belly. I'll be like ten and I'll be like talking to them about marriage and polyamory and shit. And I'll be like, what's polyamory? Yeah. I'll be like, listen, yeah, I'ma teach you. You need to learn this shit. You gotta learn. All you gotta learn. So yeah, that's what I You're gonna learn today. You gotta learn a day. You're gonna learn a day. So yeah, that's what that'll be my subject. Pimping 101, baby. Oh, that's so good. Pimping 101. Let's go. Love it. <laughs> Come to class, you get a pimp slap. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> backhands only. Backhands only. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Um, I, I, I feel like I would be like, 
or I would like to be the Steve Owen type, the the Steve Owen, Steve Owen, Steve Owen, like the, the guy, the, oh, Australian, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of Australian, like you know, the outbacks, the the, the rural areas, what you do yeah, in the yeah. wild, you know. Yeah, they had the outdoor counselor. Yeah, outdoor counselor. Yeah. I'd be an outdoor counselor, one hundred percent. Um, a bit yeah. cuckoo, a bit or like un- wildlife. A bit what do you? What do you? Wildlife or outdoor? Oh, there's two. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, like wildlife, you know, like you go and like bird watching and like go check out like where the bears are. Yeah. 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 Or are you like hiking and camping Ooh. and like let's go check out those? Things. Damn. I'd like. I'd want to. Can I oh, not? Both. Yeah. Can I not marry the yeah. marry the two? We are you going can, you camping. Be like Hagrid. To spot <laughs> eagles. You know. You're you're Hagrid. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, ha- I'm straight <laughs> Hagrid. Straight up Hagrid. Very skinny, small Hagrid. Um, <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. That would be that would be my role, and I'd love to do it. Awesome. You'd be teaching them an, about yeah. animals. Well, and let's shit. cap this up. Is that what you're saying? Be teaching yeah. Them yeah. About, <laughs> about, about, how, about how animals lay, you know. So at okay. least I'm teaching them some sort of like sexual yeah, about the birds and the bees. About yeah. The birds and the bees. About if the you don't have a fucking hook hand because you lost it on a freak like, <laughs> fucking cop fishing trip or some shit, then what's the point of your hook character? Hand. Yeah. An eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Now I, I now, now I'm in. Now I'm in. Boom. Okay. Sold. Sold. All right. Let's get these ratings out. All right. So what we do we'll with ratings, which we didn't oh, yeah. tell you before, but we okay. usually um, have a totem uh, or some kind of memorabilia from the film that we use to, uh, okay. to, to match it to It could be anything from the film. It could be anything you want. Yeah. Yeah, so we can go first, and then you'll you'll get it. So you okay? From I've like got how weird. To this, I feel this like is, <laughs> this is just as fucking wacky as the film. I'm like, what a totem to rank the film? <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Right I don't know how how it started, but like we started doing it, and then we just kept on doing it. What are you talking it. about? What are you talking about right now? Fucking totem? What? I think I think I remember it. It started with buried the movie buried that Wine we yeah. yeah, and because he had items in his. Uh, and the thing we rated it out of those items. One hundred percent. I think that's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn, I I can't believe I remember that, but I do. That's uh, epic. Right. Yeah, okay. So I am. So shall I go first? You go first. I, I, I feel first. like I already know what you're gonna pick, so go for it. You know what I'm gonna pick. I feel. I feel like I do. I feel like I do. <laughs> Are we both trying to stall to think of what we're trying to? No, think I know. Of? Well, I know. I know what I want, but I feel like if you go, okay, first, then you go first. You okay. go first. You go I first. think I know. What uh, gonna I am going to. Gi- I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it seven point five cans of soup out of ten. Mm. Talking cans of soup out of ten. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh Jay, shit! You, I you still go. don't know. he's like you go you go for it man go for it all all you all you um i'm gonna go um seven out of ten little bales of hay oh good that that blocks the way out of ten that blocks the road (laughs) (laughs) very good very good um oh boy hmm. so you see what we're on to now right I see what you did. You're using an item, but a number of them to be the uh, the mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it could be anything. It could be anything. Like, yeah, it could, it could be anything, literally yeah. be Paul Rudd's jacket. Could be, could be Paul Rudd's glasses. I'm could, gonna give could it. Could be Paul Rudd's anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it six. I'm gonna give it six um, Bradley Cooper <laughs> sperm stains. 
out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. All right. Bradley Cooper, if you're listening to this, yeah. bravo. We love it. Yeah. Six, well, six before we sperm's ten, it's like ten. <laughs> that is a Well we, before we end this uh, little thing, uh Hainsley, would you like to plug anything? Would you like to let the people know about anything going on? This is your time. Oh gosh. Um I, I don't have anything coming out at the moment. Hopefully I will soon. But if you uh just follow me on my socials, uh find me at Hainsley Lloyd Bennett on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow me for offensive jokes and random stories. Cool. Lovely. Yeah. Go give him the go give him a follow. He's a brilliant human being, a brilliant actor. He's got great content on social media. Um so what are you waiting for folks? And yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on board. This was Thank an you so much, pleasure. yeah. Absolutely loved it. Cheers, Paulette. All right. Well it's time. It's the place. You know what's going to happen. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, give those five stars on all your listening platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple, wherever you can. And thank you for being on the show, Raf. Thank you for being on the show, Hainsley. Ollie, where you at, boy? Where you at? <laughs> where you at? Yeet. And uh, yeah, ciao, ciao for now, my people.